Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Pending Moderation. For those of you who have come back, welcome back. For those of you who are new, welcome to Pending Moderation. This is where me and my buddy sit down. We talk about a couple of things that are dear to our heart, a couple of things that we, we brainstorm about, and we release this podcast about as often as we can. My name is Phil, and this is my buddy Mark. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Pending Moderation Podcast. Uh, this is our Survivor Part 3 episode. So for those of you who have not been following our podcast, we have been closely monitoring Survivor 44 as it aired. We released a Part 1 of this, uh, this trilogy of podcasts, and that was about what happened in the very first day, how we felt about the people that, that were on the island. We did another one just a couple of weeks uh, later where we discussed the merge and all of those things. But right now, Survivor Part 3. If anyone is listening to this as their first podcast, you might want to check out Survivor 44 Part 1 or Part 2 for some of the predictions and some of the things we're going to be referring back to. And obviously, since this is a part three and a recap on our previous predictions and the rest of the season and the finale there will obviously be spoilers yep as mark said spoilers we, we're not we're not talking about mini spoilers we're not spoiling the first episode we're not spoiling the merge we're spoiling the entire season we are going to be discussing who won survivor how they got there um who are the players that um uh, we have um that, that played damn good games in Survivor, and also looking at our predictions that we made in our previous episode. So this is this is a spoiler for, for our own episodes as well. <laughs> so just a whole bunch of spoilers. So <clears throat> let's let's actually that's a good starting point. So when we left this whole conversation, we were talking about um, certain players like Danny and Lauren and Heidi and Jamie. And how we thought how far they would they would come in the game of Survivor, Mark. I believe your predictions for the final three were Danny, Heidi, and Jamie. And uh, yeah, that's very wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine well, was, I mean, Heidi, Heidi made it, so I got one out of three. One out of three. I got an astonishing one out of three as well. I predicted Danny would be there. I predicted Lauren would be there. And I also predicted Heidi would be there. And I was, we, we were just entirely wrong. We based our, our um, guesses on how good the people were actually playing Survivor. At that time. And yeah. at that time. So up until episode nine, that's the information we had at that time. And based on that, we took a, a guess on what the trajectory of the game was going to be. Um, I just want to note that both of us yes. all along wanted and rooted for Yam Yam. Yes. yes. Even though Yam Yam even though he wasn't we, we, we didn't see the path for him at the time. We're very, very happy for the path that he managed to take. Yeah, because with with the previous Survivor seasons, you had other players coming. Players like Nazir, who were just these happy-go-lucky, just like lovable teddy bears in human form. They always got wrecked just, just, just before they had a chance to play the game. 
like before exactly. they could like put that put that social side to use and i feel like yam yam was teetering on that like yam yam dodged a massive bullet on the mat vote um and yeah i think yam yam dodged another massive bullet right after that on the franny vote so so yeah i don't know yam yams yam yam has been dodging uh, bullets for quite a well, while up like up until that point so let's let's hold up let's hold up on the yam yam talk here because like yam yam is just gonna we're gonna derail from it so let's look yam at yam the, fi- I the can final for a while on yam yam <laughs> me too i love yam yam <laughs> so um danny was our forerunner at that point so if we look at the final players danny was the one we both thought was gonna win like yeah. we, if danny made it to the finals we didn't see a way where he loses exactly because he was playing the game kind of like tony did tony was like i'm gonna make some chaos and then i'm gonna try and run this chaos and organize this chaos around yeah. everyone else and i see I, elements I of tony's game I see elements of yeah. Tony's game, but I also see like elements of like the Boston Rob, like proper like like pun to the end. He didn't have like his yeah. cronies and buddy system, but he had this like um like like when, when Boston Rob was playing with uh on the All Star season, you know, he had yeah. like that that sort of like, oh, I know kind of what I need to do. I know sort of the trajectory I want to go in. I know sort of who my allies are. I've got a few like close people around me. We seem to be running things. He had that vibe going. The only mistake he made was the same thing that was Rob's downfall is idols. Is he didn't stay on top of the idols, which which Rob eventually learned in the season that he won. So, yeah. That's the that's oh the big God. the big thing I see and like even even Tony was also Tony was like excessive when it came to information gathering being on top of like advantages idols knowledge things like that and that's where I think Danny's game wasn't as good um oh yeah he re- he relied a bit more on the his social side to to get his information mm. and on his social side to get um those things and his likability as well so like I would liken him a bit more to to Boston early Boston Rob than to to Tony, but there are obviously mm. the go getter elements of his of his game which I think are Tony like. So like when he would like <laughs> purposefully sow seeds of misinformation with players, or when he would like quickly put together two pieces that he would hear like just in passing from that person and that person and then realize they don't add up or they do add up into something else. Like he was very good at that aspect of his game. Yeah, I, I will say that that's what I like. That's why I admired about his game. First, it, he didn't rely on like idols until like he saved Franny with that idol. And he was like, yo, yo, jury, have a look at this. Look And how that's cool the I one am. that put the target on him. Yeah, he's had a target on his back the entire game. But that was the one that where he lost his protection and they knew he had no protection. Yeah. So that was when they were yeah. like, no matter what, if he doesn't have immunity this, this next challenge, he's down. And he's unfortunate, down, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, he went. I, I was sad when Danny went. Um, was and it was, during, it was during the part of the game where they're all playing individually. And I'm like fully invested. I'm like, dude, I, I'm invested in all of this cast. Well, yeah, yeah, all of the cast. And I'm like, Danny the most. And um, Danny was like, Oh, he just, he shines so bright. 
He'll probably come back for another another, ep- yeah, another I season. I think they bring him back for an All yeah. Stars type of season. Yeah, yeah. Him and Jesse, dude. Just imagine him and Jesse coming together. <laughs> they would run the show. <laughs> yeah, I don't think oh. Jesse. I don't think Jesse or him would want to be on Jesse or him side. Like they would want them out of yeah. the game because of the danger. But that's why All Star yeah. seasons are so crazy. Is because everyone like knows everyone. So you gotta like pick the lesser of evils, and you gotta pick the people whose game style matches yours, and you gotta hope that you that you're gonna be in similar positions or similar tribes. Otherwise, you don't get a yeah. chance for that. Because all it takes is for one person to just break off from the alliance, talk to someone yeah. else, and then they like because they've played the game for an entire season already. They've got more game sense, so they're like, "Cool, we need to do this." in order to make sure that we go further in the game and they do not. So yeah, Danny, 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 he was, he was our forerunner. He's the person that we spoke about the most on the second episode of the survivor podcast, because we just, we just were like in love with Danny. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the other players that played damn good games, Lauren, I said hesitantly, Lauren did play. She hit the ground running when yeah. the game started. You know, that whole rock thing. Yeah, she withdrew a bit too much from my liking. She did really good. I agree. Yeah. And then and then she she and uh, Jamie both kind of just like went into their own group. And then they didn't do as much yeah. as they needed to do it in order to stay alive. It's like when, when you're down under. Yeah, Jamie was even less so than Lauren. Like she did like literally nothing. She had that little fake idol that she thought was like her safety net. <laughs> and then when she lost it to Kane going out, she was just like rattled and she never bounced yeah. back from there. She was just like running around to other people, hoping someone takes her with. Yeah. But with Jamie, you could tell that her social game was not on point no, when she, she told everyone. Was. Yeah. Yeah. She told everyone that like Kane took her idol and left the game with the idol and not a single person believed her. Yeah. And that showed her that showed me that like she thinks she has trust or everyone's trust. Yeah. But nobody she trusted her at that point. Yeah, she overestimated yeah. her social game there, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Whereas Lauren thought she was playing a cunning game and she and Jamie were it would just take a little bit of time and then they would have control of the game. But neither of them had like a full grasp of exactly what they were doing in the entire game. There, there was that point where it was basically uh, what Carson, Yam Yam, and Carolyn versus yeah. Heidi, Lauren, and Jamie. Yeah. And then and like they couldn't pull it together, even though Yam Yam came to them and was like, "I'm ready to take Carolyn out." It's like seriously, take it's right there. If yeah. if um, if Yam Yam if Jab Jab decides no, I'm gonna backstab you after that vote. He only has Carson to go back to. Exactly. He doesn't have Carson. Ask. It's a simple numbers game. Yeah. You take three who has been like jumping between both uh, both other the other tribes and like swinging the vote in certain directions, and you make it two. All of a sudden, they do not have enough power. You know, they they can't go all the way through. This for me is like one of the first times I've ever watched Survivor that I can remember where a middle three got the majority. There was another one. Yeah, I think that was a middle two it, though. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was I, a, it was I think a it's top, a middle uh, two that switched that switched to the bottoms, to the bottom side, and then leveled it and then ended up in the majority. Yes. I've seen that happen a few yeah. times. But I've never seen 
a middle three alliance going Just up against five and four. Right? It was basically three versus five versus four. <laughs> and the middle and the three, three ends up being the dominant <laughs> the dominant <laughs> majority at the end. I don't think that's ever happened either. And one of the three is Carolyn. And you're like, yeah, dude, yeah, fuck. she doesn't know what's going on. How is she like in this controlling group? She just she just stuck with Yam Yam when when oh sorry, Jam Jam. I, I gotta put respect on his name. You gotta uh, she stuck with Jam Jam and Jam Jam was like, listen, we gotta we gotta run these things. And he ran it with a dude called Carson. <laughs> Carson also played a good game, damn good game. I uh, I would say even though everyone else was saying that um, they, when it came to the final jury, they all were saying, no, Carson was running the show, and Carson was doing this, and Carson was doing that. Um, Carson did do a damn good job in being that focal point for, uh, that everyone came to when, when they needed for the joke. He was also very good at like, managing expectations and the yeah. other people around him, you know? He, he was... <laughs> Um, like he was basically tasked <laughs> with like keeping both Yam Yam and Carolyn just like under control and like keeping them calm, and he did that really well. <laughs> the only point is when he got ill, his his game dipped a lot for that like that period, and yeah. I don't think he ever really picked it up into control again, which is which is also I mean, disappointing on his part. Yeah, he. At that point, because up until that point, he had a good game sense. He yeah, knew what and was he was really on top of it. Yeah. yeah, and then like he got sick, and then all of a sudden, his game sense just kind of disappeared. And he, you could tell by that last um, reward that he won. And he was like, okay, I'm going to take Jab Jab with me. And it's like, yeah, listen, don't take Jab Jab with you. Jab Jab's not going to sit there and still like stir up cuck at the um at the beach. He'll probably talk to a couple of people, but that's who Jab Jab is. You know, take someone else who you could sway either to your side or help you secure that final three like position that you are looking for. Uh, but yeah, he wasn't thinking at that point. He was like, ah, I'm just going to take this dude. This dude's pretty cool. And yeah, look what happened. He had this big old target put on his back because he let Carolyn sit there and Carolyn um, was the one person who he knew didn't have his back fully. If Jam Jam was in the camp instead of Carolyn, he would have never turned on Carson. He would have been talking about how they should keep, take out Carolyn and then turn everyone else's votes towards Carolyn while they are eating food. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was, it was poor planning or poor, um, just poor, uh, like, game sense for him at that point. If I was Carson, then I'd take Heidi. Yeah, you take Heidi, yeah. I would have taken Heidi as well. Um, and then let, let, let them plot against me, it's fine. I'm already the yeah. focal point in any case, if I'm Carson. Mm. So, like, it doesn't give you, like, any negative, And then it puts Carolyn and Yam Yam who are already annoyed with each other, so they're not going to join together. And then it leaves yeah. the, the odd one out. So it's three individuals, as opposed to, like, where you, ha you had the situation of, like, Carolyn with her paranoia and then the two people who can exploit their paranoia. So that mm. was not the... Th yeah, I agree. Like, that's why I say his, his strategy and his thinking and his being on top of the game dropped off quite a lot. 
Yeah. Um, near the oh, end. my goodness. So he let it slip. Yeah. But, but I mean, I don't, also don't see... Like, he would have had to have picked his game up quite a bit to catch all the votes needed in the mm-hmm. end there, you know? Um, so you would have had to do some, like, highly level, you know, winner challenge, do some cool shit to sway it back in his favor if he was sitting next to, say, Yam Yam or, or one of them. Yeah, but even, even that wouldn't have been enough to, like, sway all the votes. You see with Heidi, yeah. it wasn't. Because Heidi played almost the same game as Carson, just from the other side, because yeah. picked up, picked uh, strong alliances, picked a shield in front of her, had like hidden immunity for a while, did some strategic moves, misplayed some advantages by accident. So it's very similar, yeah. like to the game that Carson had, except Carson got ill, so he had that excuse. Whereas Heidi just made a mistake. Like I yeah. still think Heidi, I still think Heidi should have done when she got that controller vote. She should have taken yeah. Lauren to vote on uh, on Brandon or on Jamie or whatever one she could vote on, and then immediately yeah. Matt and Matt and Yam uh, um, Yam would have voted with her. So it's three versus, and then she has to use her extra vote for her alliance not yeah. to go home. So the bare minimum from that would be flushing her advantage, and Heidi didn't do yeah. that. So that for me yeah. was also like that was a big blunder. And like like Carolyn also blundered because Carolyn went through all that effort to like almost expose herself with the whole X thing to send to give a fake idol to someone she voted out the next tribal. Yeah, uh, so. but Heidi also he she didn't she didn't want to ruffle anyone's feathers. Yeah. And that that was her downfall. Yeah, she was, was like, "Listen, I want to play a good game. I I don't want to don't want to hurt a couple of people." Whereas like like Jam Jam was like. Yo, I'm a big cutthroat, and yeah. <laughs> if you vote against me, then then it's done. But he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't that cutthroat. He was literally playing the anyone but me game until like episode nine, and then in episode yeah. ten, he's like, "I am awoken." <laughs> <laughs> jab jab comes out, and, and I was like, "Yeah, jab jab." <laughs> so yeah, those those were the players that like. Didn't quite make it to well, Heidi did make it to the end, but they didn't quite make it to the end. So, um, yeah, we're gonna get talking into the final, like the final five and how the finale hit us. And for for Survivor finale, I mean, it was it was pretty cool. But you see, the 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 issue I have with talking about finales is you spent an entire season living with these guys on the beach. So you're following them and how they're doing these things on the beach. So generally, when it comes to a final, a finale, you are just fully invested. You're like, ah, I like this guy, and I like this guy, and I like this guy. And I like how Survivor... Especially, yeah. if, you watch it, especially if you're watching it episodically, I mean, uh, like as it comes yeah. out. Like if you just binge exactly. it, it's not, it's not as... Uh, you don't have like the same like, oh, I wonder what this person was doing. I wonder how they're going to do this. Because if you watch it all yeah. in one sitting, then you just see what happens. This is like watching a yeah, movie. Yeah, you see everything unfold. And it's like the story is being told to you. You don't feel as as uh, interactively involved. But when you watch it week to week, then you're like, holy fuck. I wonder what this person is. <laughs> oh, shit. Why did they do that? Fuck. And then like you think and think and think. Like, I wonder how they're going to make it back from this. And then in the next week, they, something else crazy happens. And the, they switch tribes. Or this person goes there. And you're like, oh, my fuck. Uh, how is it, how are they going to fix this shit? You know, like... <laughs> that's the investment that, that you get in it exactly that that's how i love to watch survivor 
<laughs> binging it is is all good and well, but like watching it week by week. So like you go to work, right? <laughs> After you watch Survivor, and then you're like, yo, 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 yo. I think Yam Yam is is playing a damn good game. But Danny, Danny, have you seen this shit? Have you seen this shit? And everyone just looks at you and goes, what the hell are you talking about? And you're like Survivor. They're like, listen, dude, it's not 2001. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I'm the That's only the one same who's response the response I give. It's like, where are my fellow Survivor fans at? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what year is it? You're like, it's 2023. <laughs> They're like, no, no, it's 2001 for you. <laughs> but yeah, um, Survivor did a, a damn good job with the finale. And I liked how they gave everyone's insight from um, the jury members where they said how they felt on everyone before the yeah. um, before the vo- votes were cast. That was a nice insight to know. Like, so you can sort of see how their vote is swayed based on the, yeah. the stuff that is happening. I wish they'd actually spent more time in the episode elaborating on that. Like, given, like, each person, say, like, a full five minutes to elaborate on, like, what are they thinking about the game so far? Like, I wish they'd done that for, for all the jury members. Uh, it would yeah. have been really nice but, to see like where they're coming from, what their mindset is. So, yeah, I don't know. That just, I know obviously there's other things that they want to put in the episode, and that take that will eat up a lot of time. Yeah. But, but still, it's just, it would be nice to get a bit uh, even more perspective from the from the jury. Now the problem with that is that during the finale, they want to give you the sense that all of these jury members are yet undecided. So they can't give them a platform where they're going to talk for five minutes. Because if you talk about Survivor no, I don't for mean five they mustn't minutes, talk. I don't mean they yeah. must talk at the final jury. I mean, like the, yeah. the, the before the time, in like a like a individual interview, like how they do ah. the. So I want I want it doesn't have to be five minutes, but it, it can be cut down, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like like how they interview Carolyn when after a challenge, or they interview Miamiam after a challenge, or they interview whoever after a challenge. I wish they would do like yeah. an interview with the with the um, with the jury, a bit more in depth. Yeah. You know, like what do you think about the game that they've all played so far? What do you th- who do you think is the the front runner? Who do you think the other jury members are going to vote for? Um, you know, things like that. Um, what's the discussion well, around the jury? It'll be really interesting to get like some of those answers before the final the final jury. You know. And then see how it see see how it changes. Kind of sounds like you want more Survivor. <laughs> you you just want a whole bunch more Survivor. And, uh, I agree. I want as much Survivor as I could possibly get. But apparently, they're only airing two seasons a, w- a year. So, I guess I'm gonna have to be patient. Yeah, they got to give us more Survivor. If we're only getting one Survivor, yeah, yeah we want more Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> just give us more Survivor. So we'll we'll discuss that at the end of of this whole discussion. But let's get to the final three. Yeah. So the final three of Survivor Forty Four was our boy Jam Jam, um, our girl Heidi, and Carolyn. Right. And they were in the final three, and they were being grilled and raked over the the um. Uh, rake over the coals by the jury members that were there and i just loved it dude yeah i enjoyed it as well i felt like it was really yeah. good the popcorn jury that they that they sort of set up and the the way that they split mm-hmm. it up into like topics that was a very good 
uh, sort of approach to it. Like, you know, the physicality, yeah, the social, like, that was a very clever way to, to split it up. Yeah, and also they had each jury member, um, not each jury member, each uh, final three member defend their game. So yeah. Heidi, like, oh man, she did a piss poor job of defending a game. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I did this and this and this and this and this. And she, I, I thought she was in it to win it. Like, weeks back when we had um, the second episode and we were recording the second episode, we thought, okay, she's speaking well. So if she if she's well-spoken, then she could get through this whole jury thing. I think losing Danny was an issue. Yeah. I think, so I think that like weakened her confidence a bit. And then after that, mm. sitting in the actual final jury, I think she was a bit rattled like on like, how is she going to convince them? Um. And yeah. I don't think she I don't think she owned her game very well. Like she should have like said when she like like that that steal a vote for uh, the, the the change the vote example. She should have owned that and been like I made a mistake there and here's how I ad- adjusted to get myself to to where I am now. She didn't really do that. She didn't yeah. really paint the paint the story or the picture of like I went from here to year to year then this setback happened i did this and then i went to here and then this thing happened and i went here like both carolyn and yammy i'm doing yeah. a very good job of, of painting that picture yeah and also she she changed the whole way of answering questions so yeah. when the first question was asked uh, was asked of her she answered it like very uh, you know strongly she was like no this is why i did this this is why i did that this is why i did yeah. this but then she got a negative response from the jury and and then she was like thank you very much for your question thank you very much for this yeah they disagree mm. with her answer um yeah that's the only thing but like and she then, took it she took it as like oh the jury's non-responsive to the way i'm talking and not the the things i'm saying no, it was it was both. It was both actually. They were not responsive no, no, to but both her, of them. In, but I'm and saying on her side, she took it as they're taking offense to the the way I'm I'm talking, and she should have taken yeah. it as like, yeah. no, it's the the what you're saying that's the big problem. Like they don't agree yeah. with what you're saying. They don't agree that that's how you got there. They don't agree that that's the 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 answer that that that's correct. Like so, that's fine. You can you can miss you can miss one answer, but if you stop yeah. owning if you stop owning your game, then it's dangerous for you. Exactly, um, and then I I was I was I was sad with her performance at the final three. Uh, Carolyn also like well well Carolyn it, she she performed about as as well so, as I expected ju- her. Ju- just one more thing on <laughs> Heidi. Heidi also I feel oh, yeah. like she she uh like what's it like undermined her entire game by putting all that emphasis on the fire making thing that was the other thing oh, about yeah. her about her final uh, speech where she was like i felt like i didn't have a strong enough game therefore i felt like this she should have said something more along like i felt like I done. I, I felt like I'm a strong enough player and I deserve to be here. But I wanted to put the cherry on top of my resume. I made it further than Danny. I made it further than this. I used Danny as a shield. I used, if she had done a speech yeah. like that, she she wins like at least one or two more votes. Like in my opinion. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's as simple as that. But but the fact that she like 
like crawls into a shell a little bit about it and then like you say after the, after the the like first or second question she's basically like oh thank you so much for your question um this is a it was just so like political almost yeah um so yeah yeah so and then she also she also tried to throw a couple of things out there like if you vote for me i'd be the first dominican woman yeah to I, win I hated Survivor. That. and like that irritated I, I was me. like that no off immediately no like no like, that should be that shouldn't be a reason to get to get the the survivor title if you get the survivor yeah. title on merit and happen to be the first female or the oldest female or whatever fair enough yeah. then add exactly. that to add that as a as an exclamation point but don't make that the whole your whole claim that actually, I forgot no. about that. I forgot about that, uh, and that actually was the reason that, that that was one of the first things that she said that pissed me off. Like, like, like one of the things that like was like, no, she doesn't deserve to win it anymore. Like that took her out of the running for me completely. Because it's I, like, I it, wasn't, it's I like, wasn't happy. Yeah, it's like playing the race card, or it's like playing the, I don't know what the card is. It's like it's the age and race card. Like it's together, <laughs> combo. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, and you're like, listen, you year with Jab Jab and Carolyn. Yeah, Carolyn yeah, will be like, like <laughs> if Carolyn the, wins, like that will be like <laughs> something crazy. It's the first crazy person doing it. No, 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 to- Tony's one. <laughs> nah, but but is Tony really crazy though? I mean, he's got a controlled crazy, you know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just I love not... him. <laughs> Tony's yeah. my favorite survivor. I, I like Tony a lot as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so Carolyn, as I was saying earlier, performed about as as well as I thought Carolyn would perform. Yeah, you know, she was she was Carolyn, and she answered like Carolyn, but she did own a game. Yeah, she was too all over the place. Yeah, she 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 did yeah. her best, but she was a bit all over the place. Like, yeah, that's unfortunately like. Like on tangents, oh this thing and then this thing. The speech she gave to all the tribe mates about the having the Muni Idol from the cage was a better speech than her final final five speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final final three speech, um, sorry. I it's I it's kind of it's kind of what I expected from like from Carolyn. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she played, she did a couple of damn good moves. Like that <laughs> Despite how it all went down, you know, putting an X on that box on that cage was was a good move because everyone yeah, else it was flabbergasted. It worked. <laughs> they were like, it worked. They were like, was, what's going on? It should not have worked. Not against that <laughs> tribe. There was like two people who were survivor nerds on that tribe, and and somehow they fucked it up. Like I can't. I I still can't get my head around how that happened. Like. The only person who's not with you when you discover the, the, the fucking thing has been tampered with. And then you're like, nah, I can't be her. She's too crazy. And then at, at one point, everyone realized maybe she's not that crazy. Spoiler yeah. alert. She, she is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, she does, she does wear emotions on her sleeve. She did play unapologetically. And mm. I, I, could never, I could never take that away from her. Like She was 100% who she was. After yeah. our last podcast episode, I was like in that up until then I was pretty like anti Carolyn, but she kind of yeah. won me over in like episode 10 11 because I was like Yeah. You're not playing the Gabler game. 
you're not asking for all of this like oh i'm doing it for this and this and this and oh i'm this and this and if i get i'm you weren't doing that like that like the whole game which annoyed me about yeah. a lot like making this whole like show of everything like she was being genuine. She was being real. She showed her things that yeah. she struggled with. She showed that the social side was hard for her. And she owned it in the end as well. Uh, it was just, unfortunately, more Carolyn than Carolyn wanted to be, I guess. Because she was, exactly. very, very all over, she was just very erratic and all over the place and emotional. And I think it's just overwhelmed by the the stadium, by the stage, by the event, by the you know the whole being carolyn yeah that too (laughs) yeah because the first episode we did on survivor we were like oh i hate this woman i hate this woman so much second episode i was starting to come around and third episode i was like you know what i don't mind carolyn anymore well this is the third episode i'm like i don't mind carolyn anymore as i said she played the game as she as best as she could and you can't ask for anything more from her yeah I thought I don't think she played a bad game. Um, all things considered, she made mistakes, but yeah. pretty much everyone who's sitting in the final three had made mistakes and and managed to survive yeah. them. And that is a part of Survivor: is like when things don't go your way, like can you can you rally? Can you slip through the cracks? Can you do the things that are needed to get where you need to go? Which brings us probably yeah. to Yam Yam because that's basically exactly what he did. Yeah. Yeah, Jab Jab. Oh man, man, I'm I'm so happy that yeah, Jab Jab I, won. When I saw I, it was a possibility <laughs> that he could make it to the finals, it 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 washed over the sadness of Danny, and it brought the joy yeah. of Yam. It brought the joy of Yam Yam. Because he's just this big, lovable, like a teddy bear, and he was he's his social game was on point, dude. Yeah, he was able to talk to literally anyone. It's the reason yeah. why when there was two options of X person and Yam Yam, it was always that other person because of his likability. Exactly. And the fact that people always thought like, well, I'll keep Yam Yam around because maybe in the future there's a gap to work with him. And, and that yeah. was, even the opposition would see it and they would rather take off other people than Yam Yam, even when Yam Yam was open and in the crosses and a good target to take out. So... Great game on that side. He didn't play a silent game. Like, everyone in the whole game knew what he was doing. <laughs> he openly played up until episode <laughs> 9 or 10. He was openly playing yeah. the anyone but me game. He was like, I'm yeah. playing the anyone but me. I will vote anyone's name that isn't mine. And if you vote for me, I'm voting for you. That was the, yeah. that was the game he played. <laughs> like, from like... The third tribal, basically. Yeah, he's like, ah, you voted for me. I'm going to vote for you now. Uh, and it, it's not me that's going home. So that that's good. That's good in my book. He's like, good. That's a win for you, Jam Jam. <laughs> but yeah, when he came to the end, and like he was sitting in front of the jury, like Jam Jam just won them over. Yeah. He just like, anyone who was teasing on the edge, he just... The way he spoke, um, he used that the his likability. He told the survivor story. He told the story, yeah. Like he was like, "Here's yeah. what I was. I was down and out. I was fucked. I had nothing. I was on my own. I was I was almost out against Matt. Uh, we never came through. 
Carolyn and I basically had our differences, but we managed to, I managed to, you know, still work with her because she was the only ally available to me. And I had Carson who mm. helped me get information. And he like told us, he showed like, this is the path I took. Here's the, here's the route I walked. And like, that's one yeah. of the big, one of the big like um, tests for like, if you've got a big group project and there's people taking credit for things and afterwards you could ask any, you could ask all the members the same question. It's like, what, what was the solution? Like explain what you what the solution was. And then you'll see the people who actually did, who actually took part in the ones who didn't, the ones who are taking credit because yeah. someone who is actively taken part in the solution knows what the solution was and that's <laughs> that's why yam yam is able to explain how he got there versus carolyn who can't really because a lot of it was dumb luck stumbling just being not a target being brought along yeah. being used in certain votes not being included in information and still voting according to the way that the other people wanted to and that's true for both of heidi and uh, carolyn Whereas Yam Yam has the unique moment where he finds out about Danny's move to play the idol and then chooses with that information in mind to still vote with the people because he knew it's not going to be him. And that way he keeps both alliances clean. No damage done to either yeah. side because he lets that move happen yeah. and he lets this side not know that he knew the move was going to happen. So it's yeah. moments like that that shows the little bit of subtlety and the better part of social game that, or the better social game that Yam Yam had over Heidi and um, Carolyn. And it also goes to show that if your social game is on point, you don't need all these crazy advantages and all these immunity like idols in order to win the game. The, the last winner, Marianne, she won without any, um, any, uh, um, advantages or any yeah. idols she had that one idol that she had but generally she got through with the social game uh yeah. gabler did gabler ever have a, an idol yeah he won some immunities and things like that and i don't i think he had an yeah. idol but he, he played it for no reason i think yeah he didn't use that <coughs> to get him through to to like a position where he was able to win survivor so survivor keeps throwing all these like um different um, things at us they're like here's an advantage for this here's an idol for this here's this you go on a walk look, now you go and do this you go and do look, that so but many, jam jam there are many ways to just, win survivor yeah but some ways but jam, are jam. much better than others and if yeah. i'm if i was gonna win survivor i'd rather win survivor like yam yam than like a gabler yeah because I would much rather have a good social game where everyone, everyone just loves you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, everyone okay, objectively cool. can admit you played a good game and everyone is happy <laughs> to give you them. Like, and that's also the thing about this cast. The whole cast is just really good, likable people. There's not that many yeah. like, people that you can be just like that you can really hate on. Not actually. Um, I, hmm. No. Hmm. Isn't. No, I can't. I can't hate. I can't. I the only name that came up for me was Kane, and then the picture in my head was him swinging his sword around, and I was like, I can't hate Kane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this dude loves D and D. Like those, the, the 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 you can hate people, or you can you can like be annoyed at the fact that certain people didn't play to the best of their ability, like they didn't play their best game. Yeah. Like Kane was well positioned 
had a lot of information and did nothing with it. That's that's annoying. Yeah. But it's not enough but, to be like he, he's not a bad person or a shitty player or a, like like he's not a Francesqua or a Philip <laughs> or a, like like these guys these guys caused chaos and they, there was a reason. There's a, if you didn't like them, there was a reason for it. Like I loved Philip personally. Like Philip Shepard is like one of yeah, my favorite yeah. survivors as well. But yeah, of course, of course. still, <laughs> still like when people start throwing like rice out and when pe- like there was none of that type of toxic behavior this season. It was a really yeah. just a really good, wholesome, likable cast. But that that's what they've been doing. In for the previous survivor, they also had a good wholesome cast. Uh the survivor before that also a good wholesome cast. Yeah, but it didn't any, feel like, it didn't feel this eggs. it didn't feel this wholesome. Like they were wholesome characters, oh, yeah, but yeah. At, the, at the end you didn't have like a bunch of just like it didn't feel like it's like just a bunch of good oaks. Like it felt like there was a bit of backstabbing and like a bit of shittiness, you know. Yeah, yeah, but but Jab Jab won this this season yeah. on Survivor. <laughs> that that taints our vision of it. <laughs> if Nazir won his season, it, it would have been the same feeling. It's like yes, a good person. Exactly. Exactly. You like you you saw how he got there. You were like, I don't think how I don't know how he's gonna get to the end. But then yeah. he gets there, and you're like, dude, this can't actually be happening. <laughs> and then it happens, and you're just like, I'm so happy for you, man. <laughs> Oh, he should come it. back for another season of Survivor. I feel like like he will he work his magic. <laughs> if I was Yam Yam, if I was Yam Yam, I wouldn't come back. I would take it and then just do the podcasts and interviews and CBS Survivor shit. You know, I wouldn't do any more. Uh, I wouldn't come back and do another Survivor if I was him. Oh, why not? Because like leave oh. the legacy like intact. You know, uh, but don't he... come back and then get voted out like third. You know, ah, true, true, true. Like that was just how, like like Rupert, for example. Rupert was like a hero, oh, and then every time he came back, he was just like more of a sad oh, individual. <laughs> oh, Colby, Colby comes yeah, back. Colby he's just as like well. the worst survivor. Oh, the scene that summarizes <laughs> it for me is when Rupert is like literally sitting in his like sea bunker <laughs> hole that's like filled to his knees in water, and he's just like. Oh, my house does suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a defining moment because when you said the scene that comes back to me, that was a scene that just popped up in my yep. head of him sitting in. I was like, ah, he's going to talk about this. Just so defeated. <laughs> so defeated. Overall, the season, I feel, was a great season. And the ma- one of the main reasons for that is Jam Jam One. I'm like, yo, yep, this just makes it a damn good season. Um, they had many advantages and many different things that um, I don't personally hundred percent agree with, like the whole merge happening over the course of like four episodes. Yeah, I prefer I prefer the clean cut merge. I agree. Yeah, and why so many people on the merge? Why was it such a uh, big merge tribe? That was ridiculous as well. Yeah. It so like they can chaos. split them up into two other tribes. So they're like, okay. Yep. I mean, and not the um, good kind, not the likable kind of chaos. Not, and also, like, getting to the merge doesn't guarantee you a spot on the jury. I, it used to be that if you got on the, on the, um, into the merge, 
you're on the jury. It wasn't always like that. It, it would depend on if it's uh, if it was a, a two two people final or a three people final in the earlies of oh yes. Yeah. Then they would then it would yeah, ma- been... make a difference. Like because the if you it, that's how some of them would, would would figure it out in the later seasons is that like they would merge. And then the first person voted out of the merge wouldn't be a jury member. And then they would sort of extrapolate that that means it's a two-person uh, finale. Ah, so they listened to Jeff. Ah, okay. But for me, that whole feeling of like this intense survivor um, scenario, it just, everything got more intense when um, everyone was playing an individual game. Mm. And uh, for the first couple of episodes, you were like, you're watching these tiny tribes and they they have they have the entertaining moments. I like the tiny tribe dynamic. I like the the the, the three or four tribe split. I like that a lot because it's mm-hmm. it's 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 also more brutal on them because the smaller your group, the harder it is to set up shelter, to set up resources, to set up all these things. So because you've literally got less man hours per day. So yeah, on that side, I like the the small tribe thing. Um, but I think they should do, I think they should do more, more try like, so like after the, like, so start off with the small tribes, then have yeah. one, have the losing tribe of the first three episodes be brought into the next, say three tribes into, into the other three immediately and yeah. re- rebalance into the, the other two. and then, and then you carry on and then you do that again yeah. into two tribes, uh, say at like episode six and then at like episode nine is, yeah. is full, is full merge. Like and yeah. then do do like mer- first first reward challenge all of that sort of stuff after as a and do the straight merge feast so like you do uh, episode ten everyone merges uh, yeah everyone gets merge feast everyone moves to one island immunity challenge first person voted out fucks off yeah and then next and it, episode it's- next episode you know first fucking reward challenge then do the reward challenge where the person must like pick where you split them in half and then you do the reward challenge as a half split and then do the immunity challenge when the when they get back don't do this like combined half of you get immunity but one of you can extrovert and that just it's too convoluted it's too unnecessary i don't like it just give us a straight up merge okay don't don't give us a, a merge that is not a merge i i i like i like it when they merge because then you see the individuals come out yeah and also when they merge and they have the merge feast together and they're all on the island and they start mingling and they start forming like new bonds and alliances and then immediately on the next challenge you're like okay right now you guys all have to you know split in half half of you're going to go on a reward that reward is going to be you know a yacht ride out to do something cool like like whatever mm. but like it immediately causes the like the split in dynamic of like now you shuffled you might not be with the team of people that you thought you were going to be with today you might not be with your alliance yeah. that sort of thing i like much more than what they were doing now where it's just like we split we give half of your immunity and now there's like five dudes one of one person might have had a good shot of going through now can't because he gets fucked over because he's on like a five with no alliance members and four other people who are all in alliance or against him. You know, like those situations yeah. just are stupid. It just is a stupid thing. Yeah, but we'll have to see how survival handles that in the yeah. future. You know, 
Like we we have absolutely no say. <laughs> yeah, obviously they have been trying a lot of new, like cool new things, which 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 some of the things are cool. Like the knowledge is power advantage is a cool advantage. Yeah. Like everyone is yeah. paranoid about it, and it didn't even take place in the season. Like <laughs> like that's the kind of that that shows you that's a very good uh, game mechanic. Um, yeah. I like the the inheritance advantage as well. That that is a very cool yeah. concept. It's very sad. Sarah went home with it, and it couldn't be played. I think Sarah went home with it, and it couldn't be played. So. Yeah, Sarah went home with it. That was a ridiculous, and that advantage was like the advantage that if it's played at the right time, you could you could walk away with like a bunch of idols. You know, if yeah, if you could get like an idol point, and like two advantages or something, like just exactly one one move. Yeah. But that that would have been ridiculous. But we didn't see it go. Um, yeah, yeah, come to fruition. It, it didn't play out, yes. unfortunately. But now yeah. the next season, hopefully, people will be sort of on the lookout for those type of things. So yeah, I don't know. I would still put the inheritance advantage in, and I would put knowledge's power in. Yeah, I think that was that third advantage that we didn't see. I think see. so. The one the that uh, power one. that that what yeah. was it, uh, Josh? No, it was Matt. Yeah, that uh, Matt didn't. That Matt didn't. Matt, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, season forty-five is just around the corner, um, and that—that's how I'm going to see it as. Uh, we have our man Bruce Almighty coming back. I'm yeah, excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I want to see Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Yeah, he's, just he's just kind of like the he's kind of like the headliner of the new season. <laughs> <laughs> Some might say he got a head start on the season. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, I'm happy because Jeff gave him the go-ahead and he's in the new season. <laughs> so, And also, apparently the next uh, season will have 90-minute episodes, uh, which I really, really hope tells us a little bit more about what happens in the tribes and um, less focus on them getting different advantages and more focus on them with their dynamic as a tribe yeah i'd like more more time spent on the on the interviews so we can get more insight private insight from the the players themselves the castaways and like what they see is happening around them day to day and then i'd like to see also yeah like more of the like uh inter-tribal little conversations and things that happen during the day that 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 have relevance to say alliances and voting and things like that. It would be nice to have a bit more of that information. Um, and then it would be nice also to have a bit more of the, the jury. So the jury is very cut down, uh, not the jury, the, the tribal council, sorry. It's very cut down because I think um, on one of the podcasts or interviews, they say that it's like they're there for like almost an hour at the tribal an hour and a half an hour and a half i think yeah yeah and then you only get like you only get like 10 or 15 minutes of that of that time is is made it on makes it on screen so i'd like to know what else is being discussed at tribal council um that doesn't make it onto the the final cut you know well they probably just only show us the things that are relevant to the episode that we watched all the things that keep the the you know that keep information from the viewer so that you can't ma- get a clear estimation of what's happening next 
Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of that kind of editing as well. Because, like, obviously, if you look at, like, how our expectations changed from, from first episode to middle of the season to end of the season, like, right in the beginning, we were like, Riam Yam's awesome, we hope he wins, but we don't think he will because of how we know other survivors go. Then we get to the middle of the season, yeah. and we're like, yo, it's going bad for Yam Yam. You know, like, he's struggling, he's making it through, but he's struggling. And then right at the end, we have, like, oh... He survived his struggle. He picked his game up and he's playing so well. But we could have maybe seen yeah. more signs of Yam Yam's game picking up earlier if they had given us like more of his insights and shown us more around camp and more of the, the relationship building that he's been doing. Yeah. Because we didn't see that. We didn't see how, yeah, like, see any of how it. Yeah. You hear about it and, like, yeah. you only start seeing it more after they, after they merge. Yeah, because <laughs> like Jab Jab comes back from a tribal council. Who voted for me? Who the hell voted for me? Why would you vote for me? And then like you know, they would tell them, "No, I voted for you." And he's like, "Ah, okay, okay, I hate you now." And he just yeah. straight up says how he feels. That, and then that day, <laughs> that day that he that he came back from tribal council and was like. <laughs> oh, I was so worried, and I was I was sitting there thinking, "Oh, you're gonna go to hell, and you're gonna go to hell, and you're going to go to hell, and you're going to go to hell." And, he, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you fucking tell them, yeah, yeah, fuck them, try and get my boy out." <laughs> and then he went to win Survivor, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. "Yes, yes, this man." <laughs> I love it. Oh, what a great season! Yeah. <clears throat> So, is there anything else you would like to discuss regarding Survivor? No, I was just going to say, that's that's literally about everything I've got. Like, I ranted about how I felt about the merge. Uh, I've said what I wanted about the challenges mm. and the, the idols and the advantages. I'm, I'm happy with Survivor. Um, I, I, like I said, if they could do more of the structure of, like, small tribes and then, ma- like, the losing tribe basically becomes part of the remaining tribes... If they could do that sort of progression, I prefer that because inevitably you get a tribe that's down to like two or three people. And that should just be those two people go into the, if there's three tribes and one tribe is two people, then those two people just get split up and put into the other two tribes. Yeah. Like easy. You don't have to split. You don't have to shuffle it. Just take them apart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have enjoyed this season of Survivor. I enjoyed watching Jam Jam. I'm, I've just, I enjoyed watching everyone actually danny with his antics lauren with her sneakiness heidi with her, her aloofness <laughs> carson with he's just mastery of puzzles <laughs> you put a puzzle in front of him and he's like puzzles done <laughs> um or carolyn being so unapologetically herself you know jamie plant lady you know what what else can you expect from jamie she also wore like all her emotions and all of her decisions on her wrist. She was like, this is what I did and this is how I did it. It was just an entertaining game of Survivor. And I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, just a great cast. A great cast yeah. makes a great season. That's how it is. Exactly. That's how it always been. When you put a good cast in, then you know you can. When the right up. guy wins, that makes a great season as well. Congratulations, Yam Yam. <laughs> you fucking rock. You fucking rock. <laughs> yep. Congratulations, man. All right. All right. <laughs> Take care, everyone. <laughs> do the do the things that you do with podcasts, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.